The old rule of forecasting was to make as many forecasts as possible and publicize the ones you got right. The new rule is to forecast so far into the future that no one will know you got it wrong. The super-long view inspires some of the most influential forecasts of our time, which look back to the overwhelming economic might of China and India in the 17th century as evidence that they will re-emerge as dominant global powers in 2030 or 2050. In 1600, China accounted for more than one-fourth of global GDP, and India accounted for just under a fourth. Though their shares have fallen dramatically since then, the super-long view skips past the messy recent centuries. The reasoning seems to be that 17th-century performance offers some guarantee of future results. Sweeping extrapolation has become a staple argument for the many companies, politicians, and high-profile public intellectuals who believe we are entering a Pacific century, or even an African century. I recently received a report from a major consulting firm forecasting that Nigeria could be one of the top ten economies in the world by 2050. Well, yes, but almost anything could happen by 2050. The irony is that the extra-long views have a growing impact, even on Wall Street, where in general the way people think about time has become increasingly narrow, even breathless. For example, the average length of time that American investors, both large and small, hold stocks has been falling for decades. From a peak of 16 years in the mid-1960s to under four months today. Throughout the book, now and today refer to the best available information as of late 2011. The last decade means the 2000s. The last year, or last five years, means the period through mid to late 2011. At the same time, Americans and Europeans have been pouring money into emerging nations at a wildly accelerating pace, inspired in no small part by forecasts for the year 2050. The total amount of funds flowing into emerging market stocks grew by 92% between 2000 and 2005, and by a staggering 478% between 2005 and 2010. Apparently for many investors, it is inspiring to imagine that their investments are well-grounded in the remote past and the distant future. But in the real world, it is not practical for investors or companies to tell clients to come back and check their returns in 40 years. Forecasts are valuable, indeed unavoidable for planning purposes, but it doesn't make much sense to talk about the future beyond five years, maybe ten at the most. The longest period that reveals clear patterns in the global economic cycle is also around a decade. The typical business cycle lasts about five years, from the bottom of one downturn to the bottom of the next, and the perspective of most practical people is limited to one or two business cycles. Beyond that, forecasts are often rendered obsolete by the appearance of new competitors. China in the early 1980s, 
or new technologies, the Internet in the early 1990s, or new leaders. The typical election cycle is also about five years. The super-long view is being popularized largely by economic historians and commentators, and has become faddishly influential in business circles as well. But the reality is that most CEOs still limit their strategic visions to three, five, or at most seven years, and big institutional investors judge results based on one, three, and five-year returns. As much as we all love the speculative titillation of futurology, no one can forecast the next century with any credibility, and more important, be held accountable for it. Today, we are at a very revealing moment. For the last half century, the early years of each decade,